Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. The Cowboy 49er game looked like a great game, but honestly it was just a wild ending. Um, Not to say that the 49ers weren't playing great. They were most of the game. Dallas, I don't know what happened. They were not ready to go. This is the first pick that I got wrong and I was really surprised and... You know, they were at uh, home. So even being at home, you know, they weren't that fired up to start. And I wondered if the 49er fan, we were a bunch of 49er fans, because even when the, when the 49ers were winning by a lot early, uh, I could, it was still a lot of noise. And, and, and it sounded like there were, you know, 49er fans travel well. They're like the Steeler fans. So I'm just wondering. But anyway, um, this isn't an experience issue. Because the Cowboys have some experience. They didn't look anxious. They didn't look starstruck like Arizona or, you know, the deer in headlights. They didn't look overwhelmed. Uh, you know, they they just looked like they weren't there and they weren't. I mean, it didn't, I, I, and like I said, I can't say that they weren't ready for playoff intensity. I don't believe I, They know Prescott, they've been there. So my, my idea more is that, um, you know, so, you, they just weren't ready to, like, they just weren't ready. To go to, to to match what the 49ers were doing, uh, both in energy and schemes. Um, I, 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 my my idea behind this is that they had weaker competition coming in. The 49ers built up built up a lot of momentum with some tough wins and tough competition. And I feel Dallas sort of you know they played the Eagles the last game who didn't even use all their people because they were already in and there was nothing more they could do. I mean they were just and that what you know they just didn't have the competition. And sometimes you know I've seen that in tennis a lot. I I, I, work, I work with tennis too and. You know, it makes a big effect when someone has an easy ride to the final. Then all of a sudden they play someone who's flying, who's really been fighting and, and flying, you know. So I think a lot of it was that. Um, Shanahan's schemes are just fantastic on offense. So a lot of it was that. And I, and I think you add in the fact that the Cowboys in general have been beat up, but especially on the O-line. And I'm still at Connor Williams or uh, just came back. Uh, he's a high draft pick. He was a, he's a big talent from Texas. But he was getting all mangled by the defensive line. Um, I just wonder, you know, Tyson Smith has missed time. I just wonder how how physically, you know, uh, 100% they were. I, I don't think they were. I think the bigger problem is just not playing, just not getting the reps, you know. I mean, the talent is still there. There's a lot of talent on that line. But they are getting a little older. Three of the guys are in their 30s. And I'm starting to wonder about that, too. I mean... These days in the NFL with the injury issues, it, it, it just can happen fast um, that it's time to go. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but <clears throat> the 49ers were really fired up. They were in sync, and they just went after it. They just went for it. It was like how like every coach would want his team to be to start a game. I mean, that's it right there. Um, big TD to start the game with the great Shanahan scheme. You, you power it up the gut. Then you start using the misdirection, the play action, the passing, and the spread running, the spread passing. Um, but they barely hang, hung on, surprisingly, at the end. In the first half, uh, after the, the big lead, that they, I think it was 17 nothing. Dallas finally, and it could have been easily 21 nothing. But anyway, Dallas calmed down because uh, they do have experience. I think that's why. Like Arizona couldn't get it calmed down, but Dallas got it calmed down. They started using big power sets, which I like that idea from Kellen Moore and 
McCarthy. I think it's more Moore because I really think McCarthy's letting Moore run with this offense. It doesn't look like a McCarthy offense that much, except the the West, some of the West Coast routes and stuff. But anyway, um, but anyway, they they got these big power sets with inverted wishbone. But Dana Holgerson should try it. <laughs> I don't know if he ever has two offensive linemen in in the in the in the halfback area and then the running back behind with them so it was amazing like you're using two you know so it's like it's inverted wishbone it's the it's the fullback is behind the two halfbacks instead of in front of the two halfbacks if you look back at the old wishbone the fullback was in the front and the two halfbacks were behind so this time the fullback's a little lined up and it's like a t formation but with you know a quarterback in the front and then the two then you have a uh, it looks like a triangle or a diamond almost and you have um this, but this is inverted. So you have the fullback, who in this case is just the running back in the, in the back. And then the two halfbacks are not halfbacks. They're big, big backs. They're linemen backs. So you had two LBs, not linebackers, linemen backs. And um, just powered it right up the gut for a couple plays. And then it set up uh, right at, soon after some play action sc- screens, uh, play action passes. They had a nice fade route to Cooper in the end zone for the touchdown. And, and Prescott all of a sudden got a little rhythm off of that. And that looks like the offense we've seen a lot this year. Um, and the offensive line, because everything was in sync and quick, you know, uh, you know, Dallas isn't the only team having trouble on their O-line. I mean, you could say Green Bay, San Francisco's had trouble. But if you're in sync, you can get like Rodgers for Green Bay, gets rid of that ball. So they were in sync for a minute, got rid of the ball quick. And... Uh, and, and I think the 49ers had that big lead and let down just a bit and got punched. But they came right back. Shanahan schemes. He did a two tight end power set and uh, started running that. Then they, then they did a play where they had a fake and a seven-man protection. Just two receivers went out. And they did like a smash wheel route. What I mean by that is the receiver on the right went uh, down and did an out. But the receiver on the left came across the field and, and ended up going underneath this guy and then going up the field. So he went underneath the guy, the right receiver out route, and he went under it and up like a will. And it was a great route. And it was Ayuk who just runs. Ayuk reminds me of uh, uh, the ninja guy, <laughs> the ninja. I forget how to say from Ohio State. And that's my favorite team. I can't say his name. Jackson Enigma or whatever. But this guy runs great routes for Ohio State. Ayuk reminds me a lot of him. But anyway, so that got a big uh, pass right there. Uh but Dallas is really fired up now, um, much more fired up because they finally got a, a touchdown and, and, um, and they, uh, the D-line tipped a pass on third down. So I think the Shanahan just, uh, the 49ers just got a field goal out of that. So that's kind of how the half ended. I mean, the 49ers were still up, I think, 20-7, to 7, so it was still a pretty big lead. But Dallas definitely got some momentum back. And then in the start the second half, that O-line – for Dallas, just having issues. I mean, Tyson Smith, Connor Williams, guys that should be good, struggling. Um, Shanahan on offense is still so tricky. And, you know, they were taking control again. It looked like they were just going to take control of this. And uh, then all of a sudden, you had the... Uh, oh, yeah, I, I think Prescott through the uh, interception. Oh, wait. Yeah, Prescott threw an interception, and and then I think they were it was Dallas was dejected, and then right off that interception, there was a tricky misdirection fake screen to the motion and running back left. So the running back went in motion left. They did a fake pump screen to him, and gave it to Debo. I mean, um, 
yeah, Debo Samuel running around the end, the right end. I mean, it's just beautiful. And the way that they block that is the, the linemen just just smoothly move out to the right side without even the defense picking it up. And before you know it, everybody's starting to run to the screen left. And that and that's, that's spread, spread. Uh, that's really power spread. I mean, you're spreading the power. But anyway, the no-go Samo around the right end. So I think it was another field goal, another touchdown. I can't remember. But, you know, 49ers in control. Prescott looked really jittery. He was getting pressure all day from the D-line. Uh, he was made, but the thing about it, though, I mean, a lot. Again, Aaron Rodgers gets pressure all the time, and people get pressure a lot. But he was making, you know, Prescott was making a lot of bad decisions and seemed to lack vision. And I have seen him in the past where he became a much better passing quarterback, and he had vision. But I do have to say, you don't want to make these power spread style quarterbacks who are mobile and stuff get too into that whole drop back, I'm Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Dan Marino kind of stuff. Don't make them so drop back. You have to let them improvise, even if the fear of injury. That's what they do at Buffalo, but maybe the guy gets injured now. Who knows? I said that, but Alan, but you know, you've got to let them improvise. And uh, I know that that's what Kingsbury is trying to do with Murray, but you know, you can't just hold those guys in the pocket. But part of it was the defensive line not only was rushing Zach, re- I mean, uh, really well, um, or, or Dak, I'm sorry, let's call him Zach, Dak, but they were Prescott. They were rushing him really well, but they were also holding their lanes. They're so disciplined. You can go back to my preview and see about what I wrote about the defensive line coaches and the techniques. It's just fascinating. And I have an article on powerspread.net from last year about that. So, it's really hard to put pressure and keep in your lanes, and they were doing that. So then there was also penalties all over the place. So, okay, first of all, the defensive line was really good, but so many bad decisions. Even when Prescott had a shot, like little quick passes he wasn't seeing, penalties all over the place, all kinds of issues sinking that offense. And I'm really wondering if all the injuries they had this year, and plus more with McCarthy behind him, but I think Moore kind of took over even more than he did. I think he was more running Scott Linehan's kind of stuff when he was with uh, Garrett. And I think he was really adding stuff now, a little tricky stuff, like Shanahan almost. He has a lot of different misdirection. It's not like Shanahan's offense, but it has a feel of that. And, and you need a lot of reps. You need a lot of reps, especially when it's new. Like if he really exploded into this this year. You need a lot of reps. And I saw McCarthy on the sidelines upset the whole time. So I'm, I mean... Everything that went, yeah, it was a penalty. He was rolling his eyes. He was hitting his head. So I kind of feel like he's let more take it over. That's my guess. And there's too many injuries this year and, and some new guys in there. And it just, it can't get it together. Kansas City was the same way. Reed said that, not exactly the same, but they, they, had, to, they had to evolve their offense a bit. And they were trying to do it with new guys and injuries. And it took a while to get it going and get it synced. Anyway, uh, then we had a fake punt. That worked. And all of a sudden, this momentum started to shift again. So it started to shift at the end of the half. But then Shanahan, I mean, the 49ers were totally in control. And then it shifted a little bit. They got a field goal. They still stopped and the defense still stopped them. And then all of a sudden, Garofalo scrambling, threw a bad interception. The guy was open. He totally overthrew him. And I've got to wonder about his thumb. I'm trying to make excuses. He is not that bad of a I know people are going to say, yeah, he does this all the time. If he's been doing it this year... If people say to me, I'll go back, show you film every year he does his stuff. I mean, you've got to show me not one or two passes from the year. Show me about 10 from another year. And if that's what he does all the time, then I'm wrong. But I, I do wonder if that thumb's causing some of this. But that, cause that was just such a bad pass. And I, don't, I know he's, I watched him in college too, believe it. I, he's not like that. I don't know. 
and he wasn't even under that much pressure. So he scrambled out of the pressure, had a little dump off and threw it like five feet over the guy's head. So uh, that totally did it. The fake punt started it. But when that happened, San Fran just totally deflated. Um, and it showed how I don't want to come down on this guy. And I know Andy Reid said he's brilliant, but the defensive coordinator for uh, San um, uh Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I got confused there. Never mind. Um, no, no, I, I, whatever. No, I, never mind. It's D'Amico Ryan's is the defensive coordinator for San Fran. So with San Fran, but they got totally defeated, deflated, and they went into a more conservative scheme with the lead, the big lead, and Dallas was just fired up. Now, so that that interception just sealed the deal. As far as the ending was going to be amazing, um, it was still tough to stop the power stuff and the Shanahan tricks. And when the Shanahan got the ball, I mean, they got a, a touchdown. I think a touchdown off of that interception quick um if if i'm right did prescott run it in or did they get a field goal i can't remember but anyway when shanahan got the ball back he still got some power going still got some misdirection but now dallas was fighting like crazy their morale their their energy shot way up they were fighting like maniacs and then on third and short one a pass to the one yard away from the first down and vander esch their good linebacker just came up and smacked the guy and stopped him from a first down big huge hit um, and now San Fran was letting down on their pass rush. Their four linemen who were getting to Prescott all day weren't quite getting to him as much. The energy went down. And there was a big scramble by Prescott. And he threw a big, long pass to the great tight end, Schultz. And, uh, and then on fourth and 11, though, <laughs> they, they got down there, tried to get the, the, the touchdown. And on fourth of 11, out of nowhere, D'Amico Ryans brings in a psycho blitz. And it wasn't Buddy Ryans. It was D'Amico Ryans, <laughs> Buddy Ryan. But um, D'Amico, as I said in my preview, he's from Joe Lee Dunn. He has Joe Lee Dunn in his background. Wade Phillips, Schwartz, who's a Buddy Ryan guy, and Jeff Fisher, Buddy Ryan guy. And if you listen to that preview, you know, I told you that D'Amico Ryan's will actually mix this more than Robert Saleh did. And, I mean, I know he got a little conservative with the lead, and then he got a little conservative at the very end, or a lot conservative at the very end. But he came on a seven-man blitz. It was wild and uh, out of nowhere, which I, I love. Because I, sometimes you can be – you can do – it's all about mixing. It's all about mixing. You're running a certain thing for a while, then you throw in that big surprise. That's just wild. Aggressive variety. Uh, so then they got the ball back, and they needed to run the clock out, San Fran. So they had an incredible misdirection, fake read, give reverse the uh, fake read give and because it really wasn't a read option but it looked like he was giving it like a draw play to the running back up the gut and whipped and then whipped it around to Samuel going around the right end again just another great misdirection Samuel took off around the right end it was a gap blocking scheme by the lineman they were smashing down to the right but then just like a fake uh wide like a receiver who fakes you out then runs deep the lineman just kind of faked the block and then ran to the right side and blocked for Samuel this would be better to show in a video but wow it was just amazing but it was up but because Dallas was so fired up they stopped them a yard short inches inches short so fourth and inches the left tackle Trent Williams moves over to the right he just gets up motions over now you're motioning <laughs> not only is Shanahan motioning everybody else in the field now he's motioning linemen he sets up on the right side what does this do it spreads out the bear technique what I mean is there was a, a guy on the center a guy on the guard and a guy on the guard and they were pinching the middle for a QB sneak which everyone does now when you move that tackle over to the right it's an overload to that direction and they spread it. Those, the tackle moved down and the nose guard moved down. And now they're spread out. And then Garoppolo hurried up, snapped it, 
and got a first down. The QB sneak up the middle. Well, he snapped it so fast that Trent Williams wasn't set on the right side, the guy that motioned the tackle. And I wonder, did Shanahan do a bit much? But no, that was a brilliant scheme. But you do take a risk. It's risk-reward. And he takes the risk, and many times he gets the reward. They were up by a lot of points, and they still won the game because they take the risks. But that time, it, it backfired. It, it, it will backfire. You, you will make mistakes. But you got to live with it. You got to be cool with that. It's got to be your philosophy, man. We're going for it. That's why they started out so great. And Dallas is trying to do some perf- perfection thing, maybe. Anyway, uh, that's a big statement to make, but just, just an example. Anyway, so we had 30 seconds left. Dallas gets the ball. Anybody who saw the game saw all this. San Fran was way too conservative in a deep zone. Uh, they had a, a catch to uh, Wilson. They threw a pass to Wilson, an easy pass. He pitched it to Lamb, got to the 40, from the 20 to the 40 or something, a big gain. Then an easy screen to Pollard because they were so backed up. This, the defense was so conservative. Another 10 yards to the 50. Then an easy out to Schultz. Out, and both of those were out of bounds. Pollard out of bounds. An easy out to Schultz out of bounds. You're stopping the clock. Another 10 yards. Now you're at the 40. Now, you might say, well, Drew, they're going to run the clock at they only get 30 seconds. That is true, but that was – I just don't like to see that conservative of a defense. It's so conservative. A little bit, yeah. You don't want to be over-aggressive at a point like that because over-aggression is as bad as passion. It's because, I mean, passive. You become passive. It's like a circle. If you get too aggressive, you become passive again. So, no, don't, like, start doing seven-man blitzes, but it was just so conservative. So, last play. And it was only 10 seconds or 15. It wasn't much time left. And, and, and I don't know what to say about this. But there was a strange defensive alignment. They put everyone deep, San Fran, and everybody on the sideline. They put two guys on the sideline on one side, short and deep. Two guys on the side on the other side, short and deep. And three guys back or five guys back, whatever it was. Um, actually, it was four guys deep, I remember, because it was like an inverted quarters look. I mean, it was like an inverted cover two. It was like quarters extreme. It was like a quarter eight with these guys all connected, like four and four. But, but the four uh, in front were two on the sideline. So it was basically giving you the whole middle area. The short middle area was wide open. And Prescott did a keeper. He just went back and ran right up the gut. And he got about another 10 yards or so, or 20 yards. And then he got 20. I think he got to the 20. And the time ran out. Because the ref had to run up there to get the ball. Press, everybody's saying Prescott should have got up and immediately gave it to the ref. He might have pulled that off if he did that. But still, the ref had to run up there. So that was really chancy right there. And I know McCarthy said you'd rather throw a four verticals from the 20 than the 40. Yeah, he's right. A lot of things could have happened from the 20 or wherever they were up closer like that. But I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it. Like what, what would I have called? What would I have done? I don't know. They weren't giving you the sideline. What are you going to do? Are you going to run your last play right there? Or are you just going to go for it, a Hail Mary, and then do two Hail Marys in a row? I think in some ways it was a great move. They just didn't have a timeout. And in the end of the day, this is not what the game was about. You know what the problem was? The start, the first half, the beginning of the game. That was the problem. They shouldn't even been in that position. So, again, you, gotta, you have to ask, where were they? And, again, my only guess is weak competition and, and – um, injuries and out of sync an offense that they've been lately um yeah and they have a, a de- on their defense they don't have a lot of power on their defense they don't have big guys there so Shanahan was able to set all that up great with the power and then the misdirection spread run the misdirection spread pass and you know again if it wasn't for a fake punt and an interception Dallas would have got killed it was a pretty bad game until all that um 
San Fran at that point lost all that momentum, plus the morale to Dallas, which is just wild. But Shanahan schemes again, even that little bit at the end. He really, you know, even getting that fourth and inches, that all took time off the clock. That was all part of it, too. Those great, I mean, they had fourth and inches. They had a little run. I mean, that, that extra play, the extra fourth and inches, because it's Samuel's run, and they just didn't do a punt, that was that extra couple seconds. I mean, it's all a game of inches. And even Wade Prescott looks so bad. And then suddenly he looked good. It's all a game of inches, just like Jalen Hurts, you know. Jalen Hurts did really well in that game. You can't tell. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers did really well in that game, but you can't tell. It's a game of inches. It can shift fast, especially with all the fans, all the high energy, and just the talent on the field and some, somewhat the schemes. Uh, but because San Fran got so conservative at the end, they almost blew it. Um, it's going to be tough now uh, for Green Bay because they're – uh, heading on the road again, I'm sorry, for San Francisco, because they're heading on the road to Green Bay. They still have a lot of morale, a high morale now from all this. They're on a momentum roll. Uh, they have talented players in the Shanahan offensive schemes. Uh, so, but, you know, now they're heading to the frozen tundra of Green Bay. So good luck. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.